Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to FCN Prime News, the Sunday edition. I am your host, uh, Trezene. I am here joined with two of the people of FCN at the same time. We've never had this before. We've got Jayco, is it? And we've got Heather H-Dub here on the Sunday edition. So excited to have them both <laughs> at the same time uh, because I, I enjoy talking Are to them. Are you excited? Yes, I am because... First of all, you haven't been on an episode of the Sunday Edition been a in a minute. Yes. Also, my name is J. Cole. My handle is J. Cole. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm so sorry. That's all right. quite all right. I'm sorry, J. Cole. <laughs> Once again, a white man has to correct everyone. Mm. Maybe I should give you the boot now. No. Don't you excited to have me. <laughs> Yet here I am. Here you are. Uh, but they're not here just to be token uh, white people <laughs> on FCN. They've got great commentary and input on today's subjects. Uh, we've got quite a few for y'all today. But first up, we are going to talk about um, a highlight of uh, Twitter this week for uh, black women, uh, which was uh, Meghan Markle and her being selected or chosen, as we say, uh, by Prince Harry <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and them being engaged and how... Uh, a lot of celebration about oh, yes. having a black princess mm -hmm. uh, in the, I was about to say White House, Lord, uh, in the, uh, what do they call it in Britain? What's, it's not the White House. What do they call it? You know? The, 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 the palace. Monarchy. The palace. Yeah. Like that was going to say the castle. But yeah. The palace. That's, there we go. That's all wrong. We're not yeah. good with words today. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not words. If this is random, but if I were to be looking for something, I would look on the pop desk, just randomly. Anyway, go ahead. What? Okay, got it. All right. Okay, the palace. That that sounds nice. That's mm -hmm. where princesses go. Okay. Yes. All right. In the palace with the prince. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, did I think there were suspicions that uh they were going to be engaged, or suspicions that they were even dating, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it came out later that it was confirmed. Oh yeah, they, they were, were talking about it for a while. You know, media and whatnot. Mm. Like there have been hints thrown for quite some time, mm -hmm. like over a year, I think. Has it been? It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, I pay that close attention, attention to, to it on. celebrity dating. I care less <laughs> about who's dating who. <laughs> why? I, well, I'm not a celebrity yet. And I'm not dating any other celebrities, so why would I worry about that? I can worry about who I'm dating. Okay, right? That's a good or who point. I want to date? Just buy humbug. Really? Yeah. That's. That's not acceptable for me not to care I mean, about I celebrity guess, baby. I guess you are a man, so that makes Ooh. sense. That okay. I well, see how this that, episode is going to go. You see how she automatically insert herself into that minority yeah. so that she can get out of the white folks and <laughs> get into a minority uh, group? That, that's cool. That's a good that's strategy. Cool. You are a but woman. I, I am a woman. So. Here you that's, are. A, that's a good strategy. Ooh. That's a good that's all I got, really. <laughs> I mean. That's a good strategy. You know what? Uh kind of I'm not gonna say maybe I should say bothered me mm -hmm. about uh the reactions from black women Twitter mm -hmm. is how they just went in on mm -hmm. we got a black princess and we are in the palace. Mm -hmm. This wedding is gonna be so lit and I don't think I've ever heard Megan refer to herself as uh, has she referred to herself black. as anything like no. how much like i've seen her on suits yes i don't know what mm -hmm. else she has done as far as acting goes i hadn't heard of her previously to that mm -hmm. so how much public speaking has she done has she ever addressed this issue have we seen you know what i've seen a couple of clips of her on video uh -huh. um and she does not deny having a black parent mm -hmm. she embraces having a black parent okay. um she I've never seen anything where she is trying to pass mm -hmm. as white. Mm -hmm. um, she even talks about her experiences being cast, you know, and she talks about how she's never assigned a race being cast. She's always going other, ethnically ambiguous. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, but she fully embraces her, her mother. Her mother is, you know, African-American or black-American. Um, and I've never seen her deny that side or try to hide it. Okay. Well, I, I do see her embracing it, but I have never, not once, seen her refer to herself as black. Okay. So what perspective are we talking about here? Because if we're talking about from the perspective of America, mm -hmm. Americans look at you as black if you got black in your heritage. Anything. 
So Even the she's black. <laughs> well, England is just as bad, if not worse, with their blatant racism, especially in the media. They've been uh-huh. calling her straight out of Compton. Yes, um, yeah. all, they've we been terrible that, yeah, to her. Yeah, we did talk about that. They've been I'm awful. So yeah, I I I don't see a problem mm-hmm. with uh, certain communities saying yeah, there's a black person in the palace <laughs> now. We had we had a black person in the White House. Now we got a black yeah, person about true. to be in the palace. Mm-hmm. How many more walls <laughs> we got to conquer? Oh wait, infinitely more. Okay, but you know, the palace was was on the list, right? So you're saying it's cool that the black people, black women were like, ah, we are going to racially draft her into blackness. That's that's what it's going to be. Even Whether, if we know here that having one drop mm-hmm. makes you black. Whether she allowed herself to be in the draft, put herself, yeah. Mm-hmm. She hasn't commented yeah. on it, has she? No. I, I Not at all. Seen, I didn't get to watch the clip. There was something about like, you can be more than other. Like who's, who's the, clip? from Meghan Markle, like she's oh, doing yeah, like a, a right. TED Talk type uh-huh. thing, and she's like, "You can be. I'm more than other." Mm-hmm. I wish I had watched it. I didn't realize yeah, you know, I was going to be I on did air read today. A part of the article because she said that she was in grade school, maybe middle mm-hmm. school, right in there, mm-hmm. and there was a project or something, or maybe it was a test, and she went home and was like, "Hey, I went to go mark what race I was, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't know which one to choose." Like she had a conversation with her father mm-hmm. about it, and so I think that's where that came from because she's like, "Do I mark other? Like, why should I have to mark? Why should I have to choose? And then why am I now being designated?" to other. Yeah. So I think that's you know that's, part of mm-hmm. where that came from. Um, I, I feel like she I don't feel like she feels that she should have to choose mm-hmm. and that she feels fully confident that she is of mixed heritage because she does refer to herself as mixed race all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard her say biracial but she says I'm of mixed race. Mm-hmm. She has not chosen and I don't think she, she ever will. See, so is she in a position where she can do that? Like, for example, someone of your complexion mm-hmm. does not have the opportunity to make a choice. Mm-mm. So, you know, your identity is going to come with your skin. Yep. Whereas her identity comes from kind of who she actually is. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, she yeah, is true. an actress. She mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, whatever she's done. Mm-hmm. That's who she is. Whereas mm-hmm. you... Have to be a black woman. That's just who you are yes, in this country. That's absolutely this right. World, that's really. absolutely that's absolutely mm-hmm. right. That's right. I think it's even supported too by the character she played on Suits. Yeah, her dad is her dad was black, black on on, on show. That's right, and I think that supported her too, and even how she operates and not wanting to claim one yeah. or the other. We got a comment. Yeah. So uh, we have a comment from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, one former guest. Miss Jantina Anderson. Hey, uh, First of all, she wanted to let you all know it is called the Royal Family. <laughs> we're stumbling around trying to figure out what you call these people that occupy the, the palace. The palace. Okay. Okay. What did you call them? I don't, well, we I didn't, didn't. We didn't call them We anything. just said palace. Yeah. So, uh, Thanks, Jantina. Her, her royal American expertise said it is the Royal Palace. <laughs> Uh, secondly, mm-hmm. uh, Jantina says, but with the changing population of bi slash multiracial individuals, whites are co-opting the other box slash multiracial box. So the mm-hmm. one drop rule is changing for the larger society. That's a holy mm-hmm. moly. So if I'm understanding that correctly, there are groups of white people out there who are searching for that other in them so that they can identify as some sort of minority? Is that, do we think that's what she's saying? Um, I, I, would, I would tend to agree with that. I, I can't speak for Gentina. Maybe she, uh, mm-hmm. she will say mm-hmm. something more to that. But Tresden A once said to me that the census has changed mm-hmm. to include Latinos of uh, African mm-hmm. descent yes. to classify themselves as black and the whiter Latinos to classify themselves as white. Right. So again, I'm always speaking about the book working towards white. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that is like the fair skinned of your ilk should classify themselves over here with us. Right. That's how I would take it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Sunshine Moss on Facebook yeah. uh, has chimed in. Sunshine Moss says, "I pick the other box," and Jantina 
is saying they are searching for ways to ensure they remain the majority. majority. Mm. There you go. Bam. There you go. Yes. There yes, you go. Thank, Thank you, you so Jantina. much, Jantina. Yes, that is so true to make sure mm. it's safe. So, so what do you think about that? About the... About basically white people who, you know, are seeing the sh- shifting of everything and they're saying, ah, uh, we got to stay the majority. We got to... So we're going to rewrite the rules. You know, I think it's, it's facing the, the reality again that, like he just mentioned, that whiteness is a, is a construct, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as we see it today, it's still very new, the whiteness that we have mm-hmm. now. And it's like, ah, how do we keep that that we have created for whatever we, we created for? Oppression, racism, what all that supremacy. How do we keep that majority? And I agree. You're just like, oh, okay, we see more melanated people happening, but let's claim these ones to keep us as majority. So I, I, I agree with that. I agree that that is what's happening. Big time. Big yeah, time. I, it's so layered. It, it's so layered. <laughs> but, you know, overall, I, I don't want to say it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because it does. Mm-hmm. It absolutely matters because people make it matter. So right, I don't agree right. with the with the approach of, well, why can't we just all be dead? dead? We are not. Mm-hmm. And if you as a white person are saying, well, why can't we all? Then talk to your grandfather, talk to your dad, talk to the CEO of the company that you're a part mm-hmm. of, you know, and tell them, hey, this is how it needs to be. Until you are having that conversation, then don't come over into this space and say, oh, you know, we should all just love because you feel put out, because you feel left out. You mm-hmm. know, and that's, mm-hmm. I think, a, a majority of why white people react the way they are because they are, again, as Jantina pointed out, they are the majority. We <laughs> are the majority. <laughs> we are the majority, and a lot of white people don't like the thought of not becoming that anymore. Uh-huh. And Obama, boy, he drove that home mm-hmm. with his presence in the White House. This reactionary, you know, putting Trump in and mm-hmm. now we've got white supremacy back into the forefront mm-hmm. of, you know, hey, it's okay to let people know that I'm this. Um, okay. And so I, I feel like that fear of white people saying, I, I don't want to, you know, be irrelevant. I, mm-hmm. I want to stay in control uh, drives a lot of this. So on the mm-hmm. other end, I think it's okay to say, well, this person's black, I'm gonna celebrate that blackness, even if it's this much, this much, this much. I'm glad you mentioned that, because one of the things that I found uh, to be, well, it's sometimes funny because it represented in memes, mm-hmm. but was still important were all of the pictures of Prince Harry and his affinity for black women. Mm. So they would show all the My times, <laughs> all the times. Yeah, y'all could be related. Red hair. Red yeah, hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all He's the time. a ginger. He is. <laughs> there were so many pictures of him uh, mingling, talking, mm-hmm. greeting with black people and the look on his face uh, and his demeanor when he was engaging with black women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I found that to be funny because I, you've been caught on camera. You right. know, clearly you like what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much did Megan's skin tone and presentation of blackness play in your ability to choose her, right? So if you could have chosen someone else, another black woman who, like you said, cannot be ethnically ambiguous, would you have chosen her? And, and it made me wonder how much of Megan's presentation played a huge role in you even being able to be like, ah, her, I want her. And I know I can bring her to the palace. Andrew, we're listening, Jensen. We're using our new vocabulary. Uh, how much that played in that? What do you guys think about that? Any thoughts on that? Mm. Any thoughts on the memes? <laughs> the memes are hilarious. I've seen. I don't think I've seen those. But uh, what I can tell you is that, and, and I've had so many conversations on this a lot with with the revolution, mm-hmm. um, talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. People, I mean, just about anybody that anybody picks, you are trying to present something with your pick. Right. Mm. Like, even on a low level of, you know, I want this person to be, you know, my, you know, this is a f- certain level of beauty or a certain body type or whatever. Mm-hmm. Look what I got. 
Mm. People do that, both men and women, mm -hmm. on every level. I would agree with Pick that. Pick mm -hmm. for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And it's when, you know, you're able to get to a certain part in your mind that you can just pick someone who is going to be your partner, right? Okay. But even on that level, you still have to have some sort of attraction. There's got to be right. some sort of something. Mm -hmm. So majority of the time when people are choosing a mate, they are picking with a thought of what is other, everybody else going to think. Mm. So I think it's very normal. Mm -hmm. It is not surprising if he was like, man, this is as close as I can get and not be, uh, I, I want to say excommunicated, but that wouldn't be right. <laughs> not be, you know, given the silence banished uh, from the royal family. Right. <laughs> Stripped of my titles. But he can do anything he wants anyway. He's not in line for the throne. He's like the... It didn't matter. Yeah, but he it still has a matter. family that he has. Yeah, but to. I mean, people care about what their family thinks, mm -hmm. and he is. I mean, I cannot imagine. I know the fear I think mm -hmm. of when I'm on this, and we've got a few people watching. What are they thinking about what I'm saying? Uh -huh. This man has the whole world looking at him. Ma, His whole true. country looks at him and has obviously judged him harshly. Yes. For who he chose to marry, mm -hmm. that comes into consideration. Mm -hmm. That you're not human if you don't, if you can't. If you can get rid of all of that and make a decision, you are superhuman. Yeah, I was just having a conversation this morning about the uh, politics of choosing who you are going to be with. Um, mm -hmm. That it's very political. It's more than love. It's more than that. It's There's so many other considerations to, <laughs> to think about uh, when you're choosing a partner or a spouse. And so I agree with you that no one's just going, oh, I, I just love this person. You're thinking about all of those other considerations with that in mind oh wait do we have a comment oh with that in mind um i, I want to try to turn that on the other side of the coin where other than black women being really happy we got a black princess we're gonna be great mm -hmm. but i saw a lot of comments going this gives me hope <laughs> that i too can have a white prince right maybe they said white man but I'm just going to say, right. like, Prince, someone to come and swoop me up and give me my crown and I live happily ever after. And ick. And if I might add without getting hate mail, <laughs> that many of them don't look like a Meghan Markle. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, that they, <laughs> oh, am I getting producers? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, you're not particularly like you're, you definitely don't present as being ethically ambiguous. Um, you may not have the best body. Uh, you might be short and stout. <laughs> you, none of the presentations that would be necessary to get a prince, right? We all right. know the story of Cinderella, and he announced the ball. And listen, them chicks was like, I had to get the best dress. I got to get my body fit. I'm going to listen. They were doing everything they needed to do to look the part of getting that prince. And I kind of was like, what? Are y'all delusional? Are you delusional? Yep. That you believe that you can get a prince of a, like, I'm sorry, am I going too far? <laughs> I, I literally lost it. That I saw so many black women believing that this instance gave them hope <laughs> that they could get a white prince. I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm still a little bit in disbelief black female Twitter. Okay, let me uh -oh. help you out there. You okay. have comments on Facebook, again, from one Miss Jantina Anderson. Uh -huh. She says, colorism is real. Harry knew the queen wasn't going to accept mm -hmm. a Lupita, yep. so Megan it is. Yep. I don't believe he picked her because she is biracial. Mm -hmm. I believe it was influenced his design to pursue her as his wife. Desire, not design. Then she goes to say, I also believe he truly loves me. Mm -hmm. And then we have a comment from Miss Janelle. Uh, please don't uh, write anything <laughs> mean now. Cicel, C-I-S-S-E-L-L, okay? She says, write like this was the ultimate dream for her. I believe she was agreeing with you in your statement mm -hmm. about uh Megan mm -hmm. dream of being mm -hmm. in. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have, on the other side of the coin, let's mm -hmm. talk about black men's reaction to this. Okay. Um, oh, my goodness. I have a bro-tub man on my, on my timeline on Facebook <laughs> 
who has been giving Meghan Markle and all the women who were applauding this mm -hmm. all kinds of hell about, oh, you're just going to marry your oppressor, way to go. And he's posting all these stats, all these um, pictures and memes and these big lengthy like discussions. Mm -hmm. And it's just... I don't know what's wrong with him. I need him to get a hug from someone. <laughs> it's really, it's really, really bad. But he's got all these other guys on this these posts like, yeah, like she can't find a brother. She can't do this and that. Mm. And it's like, let people love who they love. It's okay. That, that same reaction, only way harder, mm. came um, at Serena when, when uh -huh. she married that uh -huh. Caucasian gentleman. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like, because I was going to mention that anyway, mm -hmm. that would be more of a, if you want something that you can, oh, this gives me hope. That's more relatable. You know, Serena is beautiful, uh -huh. dark skin, you know, I mean, and she got a white guy. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you're looking for, if that is your choice, mm -hmm. and, you know, then that would give you more hope than a Meghan Markle person. How so? Why so? Yeah. Well, because... Again, if you're saying that the people that were saying this mm -hmm. were darker skin, mm -hmm. then Serena's darker skin, that is more of a relatable. Mm. I understand it's not prince princess, but there really how many more princes are there in the world? I think he's a billionaire. Yeah, cuz right? he's also he billionaire. Is a billionaire. He's a billionaire. So exactly. he's probably got more money than Harry. Definitely has more money. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I mean, priorities. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. got money and, you know, ability to make more money cuz he's a tech guy. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not going to really touch on, on your tangent. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one. That's right. That's but I, I understand the, the discussion of let's live in reality. Yes. Let's live in reality. Because at the end of the day, but, even as, as Serena is dark skin and she is gorgeous, she is also a celebrity status. She has an amazing body, um, you know, she's smart, soft-spoken, she has a career that is still upper echelon, you know what I mean, she plays yeah. a sport professionally for a living, like, not many people are in up there doing that, and so it puts her in a, a different category, yes. like, a different social sphere, so I agree with you, let's live in reality. This whole Meghan Markle thing is just reinforcing the Walt Disney Fairy tale type thing for people. That's not real life. This doesn't happen. That's right. so this is a one-off. What we got? Two comments. Uh, one from the Reggie Mathis. He says social media is where the hurt people go to hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's what he said. Ooh. And then a one Ramon Javier Benitez <laughs> says, Nah, that is bullshit. White men call Serena a man. And all sorts of derogatory comments about her shape and looks. Absolutely. That is so mm -hmm. true. They Absolutely sure did. they did. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like women can be more relatable to her mm -hmm. because she has gotten that real life attack mm -hmm. okay. on black women. Okay. And she is what you described her mm -hmm. to be, and yet they still went in on mm -hmm. her. Awesome. So I think that's a good conversation. Yeah, I okay. um I do want to comment on on that, I, I wouldn't totally dismiss what black men are saying on this. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a presentation mm -hmm. is wrong, mm -hmm. but you know there is reality in that too. Uh, What's that reality? Because I think I had a, a similar thought when she was sharing the that. reality of you know joining your oppressor. You know maybe some white people aren't oppressing black people, but if on one end african-american community right now especially are, are speaking very loudly mm -hmm. about being uh you know not appropriated in culture um in style what have you and mm -hmm. as far as saying you know recognize us as a group as a culture that matters mm -hmm. the more dilution of that the more white people can say oh well see see that see that example see that example it's not bad it's not bad. You could be like that person. You could be like that person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got something to say. Yes. What's that? The revolution. 
Yeah, we got a comment from the producer today. <laughs> the peanut gallery. Well, we got right ahead, a, sir. a live comment from the audience. Well, I, <laughs> so I'm, I'm listening to this conversation, and, and it, it just, it bothers me because we always kind of skirt around the, the issue of dating and, you know, black men, white men, white women, you know, like it's, it's, it's very funny to me how many people that I know Let's talk from the black male perspective, right? Mm -hmm. How many black men that look just like me who are not, I'm, I'm just under six feet, right? 5'11", mm -hmm. I'm just under six feet. I'm not light-skinned, I'm not dark-skinned. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm basically average. Like, you will lose me in a crowd of black people, right? Uh, if you're really dark or if you're really light and if you're really tall, those are the people mm -hmm that are looked at, right? Mm -hmm. So I have been told in my lifetime that, um, well, you know, I want a light-skinned person, I want somebody, like I've literally been told this by women of my mm -hmm. ilk, of my ethnicity, that I wasn't good enough. Right. That didn't stop me from, oh yeah, F black women, I'm gonna go look mm. for a white woman that never stopped, I'm gonna go find a black woman that wants to be with me, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Th that's that point of view. But I think that, uh, he, let me say this, and I want to say this to be very clear about it. I believe that black women, and you, you all can come for me, I don't care. I believe <laughs> that black women have had more anger towards black men and dating white women because they are not afforded the same opportunities to be chosen by white men the way black men are chosen by white women. Uh, the stereotypes set up for black men help us. Black mm -hmm. men are stereotypically yeah, that's, that's are seen as having big penises as opposed to white men. Right. And good lovers, and we have these amazing chocolate bodies, right. and right? right? Where black women's stereotypes Darn work negative. against them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, the only thing that you have for you is that you're a sexual, but guess what? Who has that in spades? Asian women, right. and Asian women are more fetishized by white men yep. than black women. Mm -hmm. You all are seen as aggressive, yes. opinionated. You you all have a lot more negative stereotypes, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I think that nobody's going to come out and say they're like, "I wish a white man would choose me the way white women choose black men." And you know, I'm trying to wear white face. And I'm doing all the white activities and I'm participating in all the white spaces to show that I'm breaking the stereotype to be chosen by a white man. And those are the women that you're talking about on quote unquote black Twitter mm -hmm. who want to be chosen. Yes. Yes. And who work really hard in those spaces to dismiss and dispel the stereotype. Yes. That is it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've... I agree with that. Yeah, I think on that note, mm -hmm. producer might want us to go to a break. Yeah, I, I agree. I love I, that. I, uh, <laughs> that well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about a music video that is taking everyone by storm in its presentation and its lyrics. It's amazing. Ready for that? Yes. segment we are going to talk about a, a music video that has been going around on social media called I'm Not Racist um, with artist uh, J Lucas Joyner. Lucas Joyner, yep. 
Joyner Lucas. Yes. Is it? Joyner yeah. Lucas. Oh, Joyner Lucas. My bad. Yeah, yep. my bad too. Um, that's been going around. Uh, I think we have a clip of that. Or the, the whole video. The whole video oh. that we're going to watch together before we dive into a discussion about some of the issues and social commentary that mm -hmm. he's making in this video. With all due respect, I don't have pity for you black niggas. That's the way I feel. Screaming black lives matter or the black guys rather be deadbeats than pay your bills. Yelling nigga this and nigga that. Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react and wanna swing at me and call me racist cause I ain't black. We'll pound that then. Talking about slavery like you was around back then. Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then. Like you was on the plantation getting down back then. Alright. Look. I see a black man aiming his gun. But I'd rather see a black man claiming his son. And I don't mean just for one day and you done. I mean, you still trapped in a rut. I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance, food stands for your children, but you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor or a fucking babysitter while you party on the road because you ain't got no fucking goals? You already late. You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight. Wait. It's like you're proud to be fake, but you lazy as fuck. And you'd rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight. And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate. Fuck out of my face. You can't escape problems. You can pray for some change, but can't break a dollar. Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. They fucked the world with a Make America Great Connor. My voice been back. I'm not racist, my sister's boyfriend's black. I'm not racist. My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black. My head's in the cloud. Heard it's not enough jobs for all the men in your house. Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Or maybe we should send them all to the ghetto for now. I'm not racist. And I never lied, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I worship the Einsteins, study the Steve Jobs, but you ride Tupac's dick like he was a fucking god. Oh my god! And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet, and that's the nigga within you. Music right in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you let your kids listen, and then the cycle continues. Blame it all on the menu, blame it on those drinks, blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on white privileges, blame it on white kids, and just blame it on white citizens. Aim it the vice president. Watch your class clowns, niggas kneeling on the field, that's a flag down How dare you try to make demands for this money, you gon' show us some respect, you gon' stand for this country, nigga I'm not racist, I'm just prepared for this type of war I heard Eminem's rap at the awards, who's he fighting for? Y'all can take that motherfucker too, he ain't white no more It's like you wanna be so famous, you'll do anything for attention and a little payment I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers Pants hanging off your ass, you ain't got no home training Put your fucking pants up, nigga Put that suit back on, take that do-rag off Take that coat out your mouth, quit the pitiful stuff And then maybe police will stop killing you fucks You what the fuck? I'm not racist It's like we're living in the same building but splitting the two floors I'm not racist But there's two sides of every story, I wish that I knew yours That I knew yours. I'm not racist. I swear. With all disrespect, I don't really like you, white motherfuckers. That's just where I'm at. Screaming, all lives matter is a protest to my protest. What kind of shit is that? And that's one war you'll never win. The power in the word nigga is a different sin. We shouldn't say it, but we do, and that's just what it is. But that don't mean that you can say it just cause you got nigga friends. Nigga. That word was originated for you to keep us under. And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other. And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under. And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically, that don't mean I'm not infected by the history. My grandmama was a slave, that shit gets to me, and you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga. I'm sorry, you can never fail my life. Trying to have faith, but I never feel alright It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites Judging me by my skin color and my blackness Trying to find a job, but ain't nobody call me back yet Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet You crackers ain't slick, this is all a part of your tactics Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes When I ain't making no dough You think you know everything, but you don't You wanna copy our slang and everything that we know Try to steal black culture and make it your own, whoa 
Fuck, I'm exhausted I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit All you do is fall shit, this the shit that I'm false with And you don't know shit about my people, that's what bothers you You don't know about no fried chicken or no barbecue You don't know about the two-step or no loose change You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid, you don't know And even though Barack was half as black You hated President Obama, I know that's a fact You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back And then you gave us Donald Trump and I was paid back for that I'm not racist I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died, nigga. Die, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly. And that's the cracking within you. Hit it all in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue. Blaming on Puerto Rico. Blaming on OJ. Blaming on everybody except for your own race. Blaming on black niggas and blaming on black citizens. Aim at the black businesses. I ain't saying I'm innocent, but... I might be any day now Treating everybody how you want In any way how I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now And now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking plane now Shit You know I make a lot of sense But you just can't admit it When Eminem went against Trump That was the illest Cause even though he's white He let us know he's standing with us I'm not racist But I cry a lot You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot You don't know what it's like to mind your business And get stopped by the cops And I know if you about to die or not You worry about your life So you take mine I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes or we could change lives so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building but splitting to both sides. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story and now you know mine. Can't erase the scars with a bandage. I'm hoping maybe we can come to an understanding. Agree to disagree, you can have an understanding. I'm not racist. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, Let's get it. Come on. Where Let's do go. we start? Start with that comment from the Reggie. Yeah. Rappers. Oh wait, shoot! It just disappeared off my screen. Ugh. All I remember is that it started with oh, it was fuck this good people on both sides bullshit. Yes. Yes. Unquote. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> so, can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> when I first saw this video, that was pretty much my first kind of uh, reaction to it. Like, so the quote in there, they say, you know, I wish I knew your side of the story. You know, the problem is there's a disconnect between. No, there is not a disconnect. Mm. There is not a disconnect. The white people like that mm -hmm. and the vast majority of this country know and don't care. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. They don't care. So it's not a, well, I just kind of need to understand black people barbecue. I don't know why he brought that oh up. Oh, my God. That Listen, I'm, I'm still confused. Why did he bring that I up? I do not know. They don't need to know black barbecue. They know black people are inferior to white people that's all they know and i'm mm -hmm. saying they because i don't believe this mm -hmm. but this is the vast majority of white america mm -hmm. that's what they know that's what they believe so there's no disconnect there yeah i don't disagree with that i'm like uh at the end of the day you know there is there are advantages that white people have in america that this country mm -hmm. was created to set white people up for success uh, with these advantages and on the other side of that coin uh, for everyone else to be disadvantaged, um, there is no disc. This is what it is. And if you truly believe that there was a disconnect, it would require you to say, I'm going to let go of all these advantages that I have to make this equal. And let's, listen, ain't nobody doing That's that. That's not happening. Listen, there's been times I've gotten plenty of advantages being the smart geek girl in the classroom and I saw other people getting poor treatment and was like, you not messing with my A and all my privileges in here <laughs> just because I'm going to advocate for you and your bad treatment? Yeah. Uh -huh. That's real. Like, yeah, real. I've seen it. Like, people don't let go of advantages they have to help. They don't. It is mm -hmm. not, a, it's not human nature to do that. Right. It's not. So I, I want to address, first of all, I, I, I don't know who this Joyner Lucas person is. I, I, from the comments in that thing, mm -hmm. there are people who know him. I guess he's done other stuff. Yeah, I he, don't know if he's black or white. Uh, he he is black. Uh, okay. He released some great songs. Sorry that I don't know. In 2015, he's 29 years old, signed to Atlantic Records. Um, okay. So he is black. Uh, I think this is probably his second major 
I, huge hit. I feel like he was more on the let's present the white aspect of yes. this. Yes. In his, you know, from from the white person's rap. And, you know, he went in on the, well, this is why white people don't understand the N-word. Because this is what black people do with it. Da-da-da-da-da. Mm. I, I watched a very fascinating uh, video today that was sent to me mm-hmm. um, by a regular FCM viewer, Deion Sims, uh, about a, a college student at a thing. And, um, oh, man, um, I cannot remember his name now, but it's a, a writer for The Atlantic, really good okay. writer. And he mm-hmm. was speaking. Mm-hmm. And she asked, what do I say to other white people when they're using the N-word? And uh, some was that a video? The, it was a video. Yeah. And some of the points he brought up were so good. It's like, for example, if you two were talking mm-hmm. and you were like, bitch, da-da-da-da-da, I would not come in and say, bitch, yes. <laughs> I'm not doing that <laughs> right, as a man because right. I'm not part of that group. Right. Right? Right. Um, I am not going to come into, and I grew up in Gary, Indiana. I was almost always the only white person in the room, and I am still not going to come into that room and be like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, mm-hmm. and this, just because I know them. That's not part of right. Right. me or who I am. Right. Right. So it, it shouldn't even be explained. If black people don't want other black people to use that, that's a conversation to be had within that community. It's not up to white people to say, well, you do this, so you don't even care about yourself. Mm-hmm. Quit trying to justify everything. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that video with the N-word, and Mm -hmm. I think the crux of his argument was, why is it that white people always need to uh, come in and conquer and take what's other people's? Why do you even want to say that? Because you're inherently always going in to conquer and take what other people have to use it as your own. Tanahisi Coates. Yeah, I can never pronounce his first name. It's Coates is his last name. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's all I got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's like, I don't, I, I wouldn't do that, and why would I want to? Yeah, because I think he used an example similar. Like my he wife and his friends, his wife, his wife yeah. and his, her friends, like he's like, why do I even want to, mm-hmm. to come in and use that word? Like, yeah, I don't. The example I was using is from yeah. him. He yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. the word faggot. Yeah, he did. And he's like, I don't have to say that. Like, if it's a gay person within that community and they're using that to empower what they're doing because they're taking the negativity mm-hmm. away from it, mm-hmm. that's fine. I don't need to say that. Mm-hmm. So on this video, I just, I don't see mm-hmm. why white people were given a perspective at all. You know what? I'm going to have to disagree with that a little bit. Because even in watching this video, I, I did like uh, hearing the presentation of all of the arguments mm-hmm. and thoughts of, of white people. Because even though the, the actor that they chose to do this represents the working class, mm-hmm. right? You got the thicker white guy with the belly. He looks like he's blue collar. What? <laughs> he looks like he's blue collar. He he works a an hourly job. Mm-hmm. This is not somebody who uses their brain so much that they don't have it. He doesn't have a desk job, right? Mm-hmm. And so even though they chose that, I'm like, this still represents uh, beyond the Trump supporter. This These are arguments you hear all the time mm-hmm. on social media or wherever about the feelings of black community of you looking for a handout can't you help yourself all all of these things and and i do appreciate that perspective being presented because the other side of the coin for me in this video is number one the response of the black guy was terrible it's poor like you use this this platform could have been used to craft much better arguments and presentation Mm -hmm. of black feelings and thought about the racial climate but at the same time, I'm like, listen to what they're saying. And while it may neglect the fact that white people have certain advantages and we are disadvantaged, there are still things that black people as a community are struggling with that we aren't dealing with. And, and one of the things that when I was watching it, I noted was community that many other ethnicities and races understand community and what that is, what that looks like and what that means. And while, again, we are still impacted by the issues of slavery and and all of those remnants, I think we still are struggling with understanding the power of collectivity and community when it it comes to economics, social ills, politics, all these things that 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 isn't there. And I'm like, if you just listen 
to that perspective, you can glean that uh, we do have some issues as a community that we can work out within ourselves, even while dealing with being disadvantaged as black people. You have a comment? I do, but you were really, <laughs> that, that was a much more weighted uh, thought that you had. Uh, we have a comment on Facebook from a Miss Starla K. Mathis, host of the Scandal pregame show here on FCN. And you can check out her website is uh, StarlaKMathis.com. Mm -hmm. Yes, where she does a lot of great things. Mm -hmm. uh, where she blogs as being a mom and a beauty blogger. Uh, she's an excellent, excellent person. Mm -hmm. uh, she said, I, I don't know why I gave that much because yeah, of what she's going to say next. <laughs> next <laughs> to Whitey. And, uh, she, she does it. Uh, she says, in the video, he misses, he worships Tupac. He missed the whole civil rights movement to shed light on. Mm. Yeah. So I think yeah. that she's really speaking in, in conjunction with you all yes. saying yeah. about it being a poor response and certain things were missed. Mm -hmm. If if I could speak for her comment, um, you don't have a comment. No, I'm good. Well, I wanna I wanna respond to your comment, and this is not my thought. I heard this said by someone else, mm -hmm. but I took it and I thought about it, and I agree with it. So this gentleman did kind of a reaction video. Um, I saw it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, Revolution was watching it. And mm -hmm. he said, should the Jews have gone to Hitler and said, let us understand you? Yeah. We want to understand your perspective. Mm -hmm. No. No, he was, no, fuck Hitler. We don't care what he thinks. <laughs> And why should you? You as a as a black person in the black community, mm -hmm. do you not know what your problems are? Uh, I'm asking you. I know, you know. Mm. I, I think that's getting into it. I I do feel that I, I have a grasp on it. Mm -hmm. With this music video, I feel like it's a different audience, and mm -hmm. I'm wondering if they have an idea of it. Because even with the presentation of blackness in this video, you have someone who's in jail with braids. Like uh, that. So that's like, a good. That's a good uh, point. Who is the audience of this? Video? It's white people. This video is for white people. Is I it? feel. I feel like it is. Which white people? The white people who are wearing that "Making America Great Again." So they're 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 gonna listen to a rap song, and say, "Oh, that's an interesting perspective." I think I, I saw it on my timeline. Those people did listen to it and said, "What?" Yeah, the, what were the they, they thought it was interesting because I shared it. They thought it was interesting. These They're are like, people who think the oh, same this way is, as, as the guy in the, in the I'm video. Assuming from knowing them their entire life, that yes, they do. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> okay. And, and even still, if the audience is the MAGA, MAGA, whatever Those audience, mm -hmm. you know, then that black response was whack. Yeah. That ish was so whack. Oh my God, I'm getting crazy. I'm, I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, real quick. Uh, uh, the Reggie Mathis. Mm -hmm. uh, Reggie Mathis on Facebook, uh, on our live cast on Facebook, has commented the worst part of this video is that it presents one man to give the viewpoint of a segment of the white community and then combats that by giving a very specific type of black male to speak to the entirety yes. of the black experience. Yes. This is merely promoting the status quo for blacks in America. This video is absolutely for white people when he's mm. speaking about okay. what he's being for. Okay. And it was made to become viral. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, I totally mm -hmm. agree with that. Yeah. Easily digestible for the masses. I 100% agree. So, so then what change does that affect? I don't see if it does anything. Joiner, what's his face, gets, goes viral. He, he goes gets, viral. And, and he gets a career. Is not like... It should have been a, you know, if you pick him, I don't think that that black response was the black middle America response. I don't, you know, I don't think it was like, dude, you don't know that I pay my taxes, mm -hmm. that I pay my insurance, yes. that I take my kid to school every day. You know what? Yes. Like, it wasn't a Reggie Mathis. It wasn't no. a revolution. It was not, it was a response from a kid that's talking about Kool-Aid. Yes. Like, and, yeah. Like, it was, 
you know, I, I want to be very honest here. Uh, I was offended by the response. I think that uh, there are more middle-of-the-road black men. Go, go ahead. So let's, let's address that. You decided to take the minority of the minority and use that as a representation. You're saying that you have a, a, for both of them. You're saying that you have. Okay, so you think that that's the minority of the white side, also. Uh, the that. Because you you have you have this guy who is a a hood person, I mm -hmm. guess, is represented as you know that, right. and you know because of some of the things you talking about Tupac instead of. So this is the representation right. that you want to say, hey, you just need to understand us. How about we address the fact that, hey, that is such a small aspect of our community. We have so many black people who are out there who are living normal lives just like y'all. Mm -hmm. Why are we not addressing that? Why is, is that not a topic that he... That wasn't going to get views. I, but I mean, but let's go beyond views. Like, okay, so he wants views, but at the same time, there was a there was a purpose behind this. He could have done something else for views. You know, I mean, you got rappers out there who are getting more views from just talking ignorance in rap, right? He wanted to make a social commentary with this. So why did he not address the full? That I don't know. That I mean, I. I if, because if he was trying to address the fullness, the response from mm -hmm. the black response would have been different. completely different. Mm -hmm. Because barbecue wouldn't have been mentioned. Kool Aid, like what the? Those are so trivial, nonsensical in in a response. It would have it would have been much better. It would have been even more layered. It would have been written better. More, I almost said more well. Like <laughs> would have been written better. It would have been the betterest. You know, I'm even thinking. You know, even with the choices of the two characters you chose mm -hmm. to to be in this video, could have been different. They both could have been women. You, mm -hmm. you know, there was an mm -hmm. act. It could have it could have been a white woman and a black woman, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they could have been of middle class. Mm -hmm. You could have kept the same uh, lyrics for the white man for a white a, woman. A yeah, yeah. You could, it, you could have done a series. So like a trapped in the closet. Trapped in the closet, exactly. No, Only no, no. political. But yes. didn't this just no, come out? Yeah, didn't it just came out. So maybe yeah. he's got this. Like, yeah, well, maybe he's got bigger get plans them lyrics for this. Right. First, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Stalin K. Mathis said, "I avoided, I avoided watching this video on Facebook and just viewed it for the first time on the show, and I was offended. I clutched my pearls several times. He thought he could pull a uh, Chrisette Michelle." And bring us together. Fail. Mm. Yikes. Because, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that is a huge fail. Because <laughs> that's a huge fail. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I still disagree with who he's speaking to. Not that he's not speaking to, to a white mm -hmm. audience that mm -hmm. he is, but that it affects change. I, I just don't see... Yeah, I don't think it's meant to change anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, it couldn't. It couldn't. And, and again, because of the response of the black, it, it couldn't. So I'm, I guess I'm, I've had enough white bashing for today. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right. Any other comments, Ravo? Nope. None? All right. We're going to take a quick break um, because we still have another a good topic to talk about for those who watch SNL. Uh, the ladies of SNL did a skit called Welcome to Hell as a mm -hmm. commentary on sexual harassment and all that's been going on. So we definitely will delve into that. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back. When I mix a record, I want to make sure that everything is sonically pleasing to the ear and everything has its own space. I know it looks easy, but this is years and years of hard work. I love my old lady, my old lady love me She be driving me crazy, no place to my got the She's a beast in the kitchen, she fix breakfast in bed There's no competition, she's the best with the head She keeps Scooch Swizzle Thinks we got one Straight up Talk to him, Gucci. I ain't thinking about these bitches, but they're thinking of me. Which is nigga out the hood, and they know I'm a G. Every king need a queen, so I got me a queen. We want hell of a team. I'm the man of the dreams. 
Most people will only respect what you do when they try to do what you do and fail at it. I'm not racist. Like the first one. When I mix a record, I want to make sure that everything is sonically pleasing to the ear and everything has its own space. I know it looks easy, but this is years and years of hard work. I love my old lady, my old lady love me She be driving me crazy, no place to my other what? She's a beast in the kitchen, she fix breakfast and bed wow. And there's no competition, she's the best with the head She keeps the... Scooch Swizz off Yeah Sticks, we got one Straight up Talk to him, Gucci I ain't thinking about these bitches That it's like a million times worse for a woman of color, right? Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. 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 Thank yes. you. Well, let's get back into this. Now, House of Cards is ruined, and that really sucks. Well, here's a list of stuff that's ruined for us parking and walking and Uber and ponytails, bathrobes and nighttime and drinking and hotels and girls presentation <laughs> of this skit I, I think that that was I won't go as far as saying genius but yeah. I did enjoy that they chose like a music video yeah. of Spice like a Spice Girlish to yeah. uh, talk about what it feels like <laughs> in sexual harassment in the world mm-hmm. um, they're not wrong what do you mean when you say that they're not wrong um the examples they gave were like what you have to do, walk with your keys mm-hmm. between your fingers. Yeah, yeah. The one where that. you act crazy, yeah, so that you're not worth the, tru- the trouble. That's a good one. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Listen, there have been plenty of times where I might be walking dark by myself, and I will do things to purposely <laughs> let them know not worth the trouble. Sometimes it's something as subtle mm-hmm. as looking them dead in the eye. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. That don't don't want her. That there's no right. fear there that I'm smelling. Let me right. go to someone else. You know, mm-hmm. something as small as that. So I, I appreciated that when she was walking around crazy <laughs> and <laughs> like start scratching and talking to yourself. Like eh, I'll skip over her. But I thought it was good. What are your thoughts, Jacob? 
I mean, I, I thought it was a hilarious skit. Um, mm-hmm. I love the message behind it and the way they presented it. Um, I, I think it's great and horrible that because of everything that's going around Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live ran this skit. I, it makes me wish they had done this before. Um, they are supposed to be a show that's always kind of on the forefront of mm-hmm. you know subversive comedy mm-hmm. and you know political mm-hmm. uh, talk and reaction. And for just now to be doing this skit, it's like okay, you guys are late to the party. But the fact that they did it mm-hmm. is is great still. And it was a funny, like a funny way to show like damn, you you know all because of what Kevin Spacey did. You can't wash house cars, but. Guess what we can never do and what mm. we've always been struggling with. So I, I liked it. Would they have been able to do this before all this went down? Because the point is, is like you guys, men are mad that they, they're saying all these things. Until I, I can't even talk to a girl anymore without the fear of losing my job or mm-hmm. being attacked. I, I can't do this. I got to watch this. And they're like, yeah, welcome to hell, mother. Yep. Oh, oh, oh. oh sorry. <laughs> despite saying that we should be able to wear you know like that you can't do this that you can't go out mm-hmm. too late at night that you got to have the you know triple quadruple buddy system it's mm-hmm. not even good enough just mm-hmm. to go out with one person like you're having to do all these little things welcome to welcome mm-hmm. to our world it's life yeah, yeah. so do you think they could have done it before or just it, it would have been a different message it with the same had, topic it would have had to have been a different message because just now this is a response to you know male reaction. So in that sense, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. They wouldn't have been able to do it mm-hmm. previously. So that was well timed. I like that they included Matt Lauer's little button in his office. Oh, <laughs> yes, that was sick. I, I feel like this was a deal that your boy struck behind the scenes. Like, let me give Lauren Michaels said, let me give these women his voices because, come on, man, you can't tell me that that man ain't never did nothing creepy. He's like, they ain't coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> You cannot tell me he's never done that. Right. So he might be like, okay, guys, like, <laughs> you can do this, sure. And Go right ahead. Don't talk about me. They could have pitched something similar and, and had it, it shot, shot down. down. Just Right. but And that's why I would blame Saturday Night Live. I'm right. blaming the women right. who did it. Mm. Saturday Night Live, as writers, as right. producers, should have been at the forefront of it. You know what? I'm going to agree with that. And... I think from the issue of we're we're talking about we're all talking about the men who are doing this and oh it's horrible and we're everyone's being called out for it you mm-hmm. know, but no one's talking about the systems that enable this to have happened right mm-hmm. so even let's go back to the Matt Lauer situation where this dude had a button underneath mm-hmm. his desk and I saw a tweet I'm so sorry sir who you know said it I can't remember your name where he was like um. I do electrician work for major companies. This was a commercial building. Mm -hmm. And there's no way in the world that this was a do-it-yourself project. Someone had to sign off on you wanting this type of capability. And so I'm like, how come no one's talking about the enabling of people being able to do this to women and men? Got a comment? Yes, I have two uh, from the Mathis family. Starla came out and said, uh, that was bad. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, I'm going to talk about the, the skit. The skit. And then Reggie says, this is a very good one. Reggie's not that Starla's wasn't. I, you know, I hate the way. I, okay. So <laughs> Reggie says, imagine being so privileged that not being able to masturbate in front of your female <laughs> colleagues <laughs> is hell. <laughs> Yeah, like, the Reggie Mathis wins. Literally, yeah, that much privilege. Yeah, right, right. Damn the luck. <laughs> like what? I can't block people in my office. It's not okay. Dick. Like what? I can't reprimand them if they don't want to do me. Like what? So I can't whip my dick out anymore. What the hell? Hey, what the hell's wrong with this world? On that note. You guys got anything to add? I do. Nah. Starla, let us know why that <laughs> skit was so bad. You, you said it was bad. Let, it, let us know what that is. But I, I do have another comment. One is Leslie. Mm-hmm. Leslie Jones. 
that she's not in this skit. Mm -hmm. And then she comes in and is like, hey, uh, don't you know that it's a million times more worse for women of color? Mm -hmm. And then everyone goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, can I just be honest? Please don't come for me, y'all. I'm like, how so? How so is it a million times more worse for women of color? And, and the only thing that I could think of first in, in even asking myself that question was believability. Yep, that's right? Uh, being a credible witness, n n not deserving it because we're over-sexualized. That was the only thing that I could mm -hmm. think of. I, and, and I think even in that going, oh, they treated that real quick <laughs> in that skit. I'm not going to say it was glossed over, but it definitely was like, bloop, bloop. okay, back to us performing uh, yeah. as the white ladies. I don't, I don't know. Did that trigger any thoughts when you guys saw Leslie come in and do that at all? Yeah, my thought was, wow, they kind of glossed over that. Yeah. <laughs> but to answer your question, who, I think the million times difference is who's protecting black women. Because mm -hmm. white women are still getting some sort of protection. Because when these things come out, mm -hmm. it's a different thing when it happens to a black woman and to a white woman. We've talked about that on this space mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, who, who is that cover? White women have some sort of cover, cover some, somewhere. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Starla says, it was too cheesy for my liking, and then the Leslie part was so small. So I think that's uh, what she was saying. Okay. She's agreeing okay. with you all okay. there that because the, it it felt like a legitimate last minute mm -hmm. throwaway. Yeah. Like you, it was an afterthought. Mm -hmm. yeah. It really read like an afterthought. It absolutely did. Like Leslie's like, I, something's got to be said on this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you, Starla. Appreciate it. Now that's all I got on the uh, on the welcome to hell. What? Anything else? Um, no. I think, no. All I think right, I'm done. Revolution. Nope. All right, cool. All right. Well, with that, uh, we're going to wrap up the Sunday edition. Thank you all so much for joining me at Trezene, at Jayco is it, and at Particle Twelve Thirty. Very I... good. Yes, you got it. Yes. Uh, on this episode of Sunday Edition, as always, we love it. We love y'all. Thank you for watching. Thank you for uh, always being with us. And um, do we have anything we need to promote? Anything we need to say? Yes, I think we, we do. do. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. What we got coming up? The 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> List! <laughs> yes! That's the end. We're going to start counting down um, some best of topics. We've got yes. uh, top 10 lists coming starting December 12th. Yes, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. every day from December 12th to 12 days of Christmas discussing Turn it over, counting down. You are not going to want to miss it. So put it in your calendars, put it wherever you need, uh, and subscribe to our YouTube page, the Fifth Column Network. Search that in, search that in the search bar, thefifthcolumnnetwork.com. Subscribe, but make sure you got your notifications on because trust me, you are going to want to be a part of the 12 Days of Christmas list when they're happening live. So do that, and we will see you tomorrow. No, tonight, tonight for the Walking Dead pregame show. Uh, for all the Walking Dead fans, listen, you don't even have to be a Walking Dead fan to, to watch this pregame show. It's that entertaining. So make sure you tune in for that tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Reggie Mathis is back as host. Yes, he's back. Yeah, we'll be You're too excited there. about that. What? I'm oh. Sorry. You did a great job, <laughs> Jacob. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> With that, we out. We love y'all. See y'all next time.